Great and loving Father, your will for us in Jesus is the peace the world cannot give. Your abiding gift is the advocate, the friend that he promised. Calm all troubled hearts, dispel every fear, Keep us steadfast in love and faithful to your word that we may always be your dwelling place. Grant this through Jesus Christ, the firstborn from the dead, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. There were people in the early Christian community telling the Gentile converts that they had to be circumcised in order to be saved. This understandably upset them. In the following passage from the Acts of the Apostles, we hear that the church council in Antioch, guided by the Holy Spirit, told them that Christ is their salvation, not the adherence to the Jewish laws. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Certain individuals came down from Judea and were teaching the brothers, unless you are circumcised according to the custom of Moses, you cannot be saved. And after Paul and Barnabas had no small dissension and debate with them, Paul and Barnabas and some of the others were appointed to go up to Jerusalem to discuss this question with the apostles and the elders. Then the, the apostles and the elders, with the consent of the whole church, decided to choose men from among their members and to send them to Antioch with Paul and Barnabas. They sent Judas, called Bersabbas, and Silas, leaders among the brothers, with the following letter. The brothers, both the apostles and the elders, to the believers of the Gentile origin in Antioch and Syria and Cilicia, Greetings. Since we have heard that certain persons who have gone out from us, though with no instruction from us, have said things to disturb you and have unsettled your minds, we have decided unanimously to choose representatives and send them to you, along with our beloved Barnabas and Paul, who have risked their lives for the sake of our Lord Jesus Christ. We have therefore sent Judas and Silas who themselves will tell you the same things by word of mouth. For it has seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us to impose on you no further burden than these essentials, that you abstain from what has been sacrificed to idols, and from blood and from what is strangled, and from fornication. If you keep yourselves from these, you will do well. Farewell. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the following passages, the author of the book of Revelations depicts the church as a wonderful city with people repenting and being caught up in the glory of God. The city has 12 gates. Could it be that God wants everybody in all directions to be welcomed in? A reading from the book of Revelations. In the spirit, the angel carried me away to a great high mountain and showed me the holy city, Jerusalem, coming down out of the heavens from God. 
It was the glory of God and the radiance like a very rare jewel, like jasper, clear as crystal. And a great white, it has a great high wall with 12 gates, and at the gates, 12 angels. And on the gates are inscribed the names of the 12 tribes of the children of Israel. On the east, there were three, on the north, three gates, on the south, three gates, and on the west, three gates. And the wall of the city has 12 foundations, and, then, and on them are the 12 names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. I saw no temple in the city, for its temple is the Lord God, the Almighty, and the Lamb. And the city has no need of sun or moon to shine on it, for the glory of God is its light, and its lamp is the Lamb. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever loves me will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words. And the word that you hear is not mine, but is from the Father who sent me. I have said these things to you while I am still with you. But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said to you. Peace, I leave you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not let them be afraid. You heard me say to you, I am going away, and I am coming to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice that I am going to the Father, because the Father is greater than I. And now I have told you this before it occurs, so that when it does occur, you may believe. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I see one kid who was confirmed last week here today with us, and I gotta tell you, you give me hope. You give me hope. Now he's really embarrassed and we'll never see him again. Don't be embarrassed. The text that Tom read from the book of Revelation describes the new Jerusalem, the city coming from heaven. And as I prayed through that, what I realized is you, you are that beautiful city. The book of Revelation says we're, we're made out of wonderful jewels and gems Maybe that's not us. But you are the beautiful city. And we become that beautiful city when we allow Christ to take over our hearts. The Christ who sends the promised advocate, 
the promised friend from God, the promised Holy Spirit, the Christ who gives us peace, the peace the world cannot give. What kind of peace does the world give? I think the world tries to tell us that peace comes when we get stuff. And the more stuff we have, the more at peace, the happier we'll be. We'll have enough to be at peace and happy. Do you remember the classic definition of enough? Enough means just a little bit more. Enough is a little bit more. We can never get enough. And what the world promises does not give us peace. What the world promises does not lead to the beautiful city Jerusalem. What the world gives us destroys the world. But you are the beautiful city. As I was praying through this reading through the week, I thought of a song. Uh, Dee Treister used to always say, I had a song for everything. And the other thing she used to say to me was, I'm going to smack you. But other than that, <laughs> she did. Yeah. Three gates to the east, three gates to the west, three gates to the north, three gates to the south. That makes 12 gates to that city, hallelujah. Oh, what a beautiful city. Oh, what a beautiful city. Oh, what a beautiful city. There's 12 gates to that city, hallelujah. 12 gates. Every direction, people can come. We'll welcome them. They're part of us. We're a people who allow the risen Christ to take over our hearts. We're a people who allow the Spirit of God to nudge us, to help us to live his life. Sing it with me. Oh, what a beautiful city. Oh, what a beautiful city. Oh, what a beautiful city. There's 12 gates to that city. Hallelujah. I got to tell you, you did better with that than the 5 o'clock mass. Now, if you tell anybody from them, I'm going to deny I said it, but yeah. In that gospel text... Jesus says, my peace I give to you, a peace the world cannot give. Do not be afraid. Do not be worried or upset. My peace is with you. And that peace comes from the presence of Jesus alive in our hearts. We gather together 
as the body of Christ and we allow his peace to come alive in our hearts. We read the scriptures and we hear the scriptures proclaimed and somehow that ch the challenging word enables the spirit of Christ to come alive in our hearts. When we gather together as a church, as the new Jerusalem, somehow our gathering enables us to allow Jesus to rise in our hearts. And when we receive the Eucharist, when we receive the Eucharist, when we receive the Eucharist, the risen Jesus comes alive in our hearts, filling us with peace. Did you read your little white book today? I really enjoy these things. They, I learn something most days. A couple days, this, couple days ago this week, it mentioned the Diocese of Altoona, Johnstown. Yeah, we are, whatever. <laughs> Jesus invites us to join him in that circle of going to the Father and still living here on earth. That is exactly what we do in the Eucharist. When the gifts of bread and wine are placed on the altar table, they represent us. Do you remember that? The bread and wine represent us. In the Eucharistic prayer, the action of Christ in his dying, rising, and ascending is made present to us. We join with Christ in going to God, in giving ourselves entirely to God. Giving ourselves entirely to God. The world can't do that for us. What is enough? Just a little bit more. The world cannot give us that peace, that life. Only Jesus can. Jesus takes us with him. And yet we continue here on the earth as a new people, transformed, daughters and sons of God, living a different kind of life. You know, one of my favorite teachings from the Gospels the cotton patch gospel actually Jesus says live my life live my life through word and sacrament through the church through the Eucharist live my life Oh, what a beautiful city. Oh, what a beautiful city. Oh, what a beautiful city. There's 12 gates to that city. Hallelujah. Amen.
Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.